Hello and welcome to the Love Always Faithful podcast. I am so excited to have you here today with myself. That's right. Today I am flying solo, uh, no wifey, because last week um, Jen did her version of the podcast where she had a reaction to the previous podcast before that one, where we did, where we talked about the biggest decision you can make in your life. And so she talked about that from the perspective of a woman and kind of what are the next um, steps to follow up after that. And so I'm going to also be talking awesome from the perspective of next kind of steps for a man. Um, but to be honest, some of the things I'm going to talk about might also apply uh, to both genders. So if you're a lady who's listening, um, don't feel like, well, he's only going to talk about guy stuff. Um, I might venture into uh, a very, you know, gender neutral conversation here. Um, but then again, I might just go into guy stuff. So we'll see where we go with this. But the, the, the podcast where we talked about the, the biggest or, or greatest decision you can make, uh, your life or the biggest decision you can make in your life. And that's the one of accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and savior. Um, so let's say that you've, you've listened to that podcast, or let's say you're someone who, you know, you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and now you've arrived at this place. What's next? You know, one thing I always tell people as a pastor, when people accept Jesus Christ for the first time, I always tell them, well, congratulations, because now your journey begins now. You know, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's not the end of your journey. It's actually the beginning of your journey, right? And so, now, from there, moving forward, there are certain things that, that happen. There are certain things that, that take place. One of the biggest things that, you know, if, if I want to keep this, um, talk a little bit from the male perspective. One of the things that I've I've encountered and I've learned over my years of just being a man who's doing his best to pursue after God and, and, and do what the Bible tells, uh, tells and teaches is that for men, um, surrender is very difficult. The understanding of surrender is very difficult because as a man or as even a young boy, you're taught that men never cry and men don't surrender and, and men don't do this, these certain things that would be appeared to be looked as as weak. Everything needs to be very manly. Everything needs to be very macho. Um, and so with that being said, when, when you are indoctrinated or brainwashed us, uh, to, a, to a point that these are the, the, the things of masculinity that you need to portray or you need to take on or there are certain emotions that you shouldn't display and certain things like that. Um, when it comes to the issue of dependency upon something very difficult, you know, you, you see things like, uh, like men are given movies to watch like 300, which is a great movie. I love that movie. I, I, I very much enjoy that movie, but there's certain things like that are said, like, uh, you know, never give up, never surrender. Um, and there's certain things like that, the bit bit that, create that machismo that 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 macho man uh sense where it makes it very difficult that now when you come and you learn about jesus and you learn about how he 
is the only one that can really take on your sins and that it really is something that you can't do. It's something that he has to do for you and that you have to accept that. It becomes very difficult for now a man to come and say, yeah, okay, I'm going to accept that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to accept the fact that somebody else did something for me. It becomes very difficult for men. Um, but I think that once a man can can swallow their pride and, and really kind of rediscover you know, not what the world has called you to be as a man, but more so what God has called you to be as a man of God. Of God. And a man of God is completely reliant upon God, accepts the sacrifice that Jesus made for for them and takes that on and, and surrenders your life to Jesus Christ and is able to say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to surrender my wants, I'm going to surrender my pride, I'm going to surrender everything that makes me to be um, this, you know, very uh, flawed man. I'm going to take all that, I'm going to give that to God, I'm going to give that to Jesus and let him shape me. And, and for male or female, there's this thing happens and it's called um i'll give you a little bit of 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 bible or theology it's it's called progressive sanctification and so essentially what progressive sanctification it is the holy spirit working inside of you to take you and and shape you from the that you were to now the coming you know, Jesus says, uh, it says in the Bible that when you accept Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, and you become baptized in the waters, that you die to your old self, right? And then everyone that believes in Jesus is now a new creation, right? And so that new creation is the Holy Spirit creating you to be somebody different, somebody that you weren't before because the old has died. That's the process when you baptize the, the, the significance of baptism is is a is an outward uh, uh, um, uh, an outward demonstration of what's happening inside of you and that outward demonstration is as you go into the water your old life stay there in the water and when you come up you come up refreshed and renew and uh, just fresh from 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 all of that and, and and now ready to to walk in your life and your journey with Jesus Christ um, and that takes place inwardly when you when you surrender your heart to Jesus Christ, then all that begins to happen inside of you. And now you've allowed him to live inside of you. And now, you know, the things that you used to live for in your life, now you live for Jesus. That's that's that part of the surrender. And so the steps that you have to the steps that you should take or the steps that are going to help you is um, is first, you know, it's one thing to accept Jesus Christ as your personal order and savior, but it's another to surrender and so you now that need to look at these different aspects of your life and say okay am i surrendering my life to jesus christ because it's it, it needs to go beyond words it can't just be words it needs to be action you know action needs to be behind it as well right words can only get you so far but the actions that you take are going to are going to get you there right and so with the help of the holy holy spirit certain things are going to begin to happen um as you begin to read the word more, you begin to read the Bible more, which I would encourage you to do. There's, you know, there's no other way you're going to get to know God if you're, if you're not reading his word, right? There's a couple of different ways to get to know God. And one is going to be reading the word, 
reading the word of God. And as you begin to, as you begin to read the word, it's very important that you understand um, how to read the word of God. And, you know, maybe that's a, a whole other podcast, but I'll, I'll just give you a, a, a little snippet here. Uh, one thing that you should be doing before you read the word is you, you should pray and you should ask the Holy Spirit. You should ask the spirit of God interpret uh help me interpret this correctly help me understand exactly what your word is saying speak to me through your word so that I can that I can fully understand exactly what you're trying to tell me um what I should get out of this you know the word of God is is, is they, we call it a living word because it applies for every situation in your life I, I can count how many times I've read something that I've read uh, you know plenty of times in the in the Bible but I've read, I read it again and I get something different from it. It's like the Holy Spirit. It's almost, you know, there's certain things that, that Paul talks about, the hidden the hidden mysteries of, of, of God or the hidden things of God. And, and, and that implies to, um, uh, applies to a lot of things. But one of the things it implies to is that there's the word of God. Like there's certain. Wow, that's that's great. Wow, that ministers to my life, that, that blessed my life. But then you'll read it again in a completely different season of your life and you'll read it and you'll get something different out of it now that thing you got the second time was always there the first time but the first time you read it that that wasn't what you needed at that moment in your life and the holy spirit knows that and the spirit of god knows that so that when you read it that second time it's now revealed to you and 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 and, and now you can soak it in and and because now it's to you now in this portion of your life because you're at the portion you're at that moment in your life where you're ready to receive what's in that word and so it's it's just amazing when you read the word of god but if you're not praying if you're not asking you know the spirit of god the holy spirit to reveal to you exactly what he wants you to learn and what he wants you to take that's very important it's very um the bible is very is not the easiest thing in the world to read, but it's one of the things that when you do understand how to read it, it is a uh, very much a blessing on your life. Pray before you read, um, and then also seek out pastors and, and, and leaders that you trust that can also continue to help you understand the Bible. If you have questions, feel free. You know, we we also. Um, are available if you have any questions or, or, or things like that. And if we don't know the answer, we'll, we'll definitely um, find the answer for you. Um, so definitely reading your Bible is, is, is a step that you should be taking um, as you as you now have um, have you're on that journey and that walk with with God. Another thing that you should definitely be doing is prayer. Prayer is so key. It's so important. I cannot build a relationship with my wife if we're not talking right when we when when you know babe and i began talking as just friends if we didn't begin to have conversation we would never establish relationship whether that's through text messaging and which she loved to text when we first were were uh, were getting to know each other it was so hard to get her on the phone um, I, on the other hand, not so much. Am I am I, am I a texter? I, I like to ha uh, be able to hear people's voices and and things like that. I, I truly like to just be in front of people and just be able to speak that way. But um, I tolerated the texting because, of course, you know, I wanted to get to know her more and and 
and uh, get her to know me and, and eventually have the uh, go to date. And so, but if I didn't establish that uh, a form of, of communication where then we can establish a relationship upon that communication and get to know each other, we would never be where we're at right now, which is 11 years married, 14 years being together, three beautiful kids. That would have never happened. And so, walk with God or your journey or God, your relationship with God is going to be where, where somebody else is. I mean, you know, you can look at a pastor or someone that you admire or, or look, you know, look at them and say, man, I, I want the type of relationship they have, but you have to be willing to put work to get to that type of relationship, right? A lot of people like to look at different people, for example, you know, uh, take a look at any celebrity or any any sports uh, athlete who's a, who's a big star, right? And you see, you see the manifestation of all their hard work. You see, you see the results of all the hard work and everything that they've done, and all the hard work that they put in order to get to the place where they're at. But you know, you you see the end result, but you didn't see the grind. You didn't see the work. You didn't see the the the, the, the time that was put in. So all these different you know, maybe ministers or, or preachers that you're looking at and you're like, wow, they're so knowledgeable. Wow, they know so much. All these different things. You don't see, you don't know the time that it took for them to get there. And you don't know the grind that they had to put in and the work they had to put in and the things that they had to sacrifice in order to be where they're at. You know, there's a lot of, um, if you look at gymnasts, um, gold, gold medal winning Olympic gymnasts, um, you know, these girls, they literally sacrificed their entire childhood i mean they're winning medals at the ages of 14 15 16 and then earlier on in that that time span they they've been you know training and being on specific diets and not being able to eat certain things and all these other things and it's a cost that they pay in the sacrifice so and so a lot of times we just see that we see the end result and we don't see the grind and so if you want to get to a place in your relationship with God, it's not going to happen overnight. You need to know that. And that's why when we talk about sanctification, you're not sanctified. You know, you're not, you're not, you don't become what God has called you to be. And, and the end goal is you being completely sanctified when you're, when you're in heaven. That is the end goal. That is the end of your sanctification. But you don't get there overnight. That doesn't happen overnight. Even as I speak to you now, um, I've, I've known, I've known God for the, you know, for most of my life. But when I really started taking God seriously was probably at the age of 19 and I'm 35 now, um, at the age of 19, um, I wasn't a, uh, an ordained minister. Um, but I am now, um, that ordained minister took me six years and it took a lot of studying and it took a lot of reading and a lot of a lot of meetings a lot of tests a lot of exams a lot of different things in order for me to arrive where I'm at right now and that's just that part of me becoming ordained but my walk with had a lot to do from that 19 year old moving forward and a lot of things that I've experienced in that time and that that time that I put work I put sacrifice during that time has allowed me to now be the person I am at 35. But also, guess what? 
be when you know I'm 70, God willing, I live that long, is going to be uh, there's going to be the grind and some work that's going to be put in between between now and then. And so, if you want to be whatever you want to be, if you want to be a great man of God, if you want to be a great woman of God, if you want whatever those whatever your aspirations may be, whatever you want your relationship with God to be, you need to put in that work, right? And so, you need to spend that time and pray. Um, if you don't know how to pray, you need to you need to just start doing it and do it often. In the midst of you doing that, you'll get better at it. You don't know how to shoot a basketball. Well, you're never going to learn if you don't grab the basketball with your two hands and start throwing it at the rim. Once you start throwing it at the rim, the more you do it, the better you're going to become at it and the better you're going to find better ways to do it, different ways to do it. Um, you know, when you go for, for, for a run, I have a friend of mine, um, actually, uh, uh, you guys, um, you've heard him. He's been on the podcast before, um, but he's, you know, really getting into running right now. And the first time he tried running, um, you know, he didn't do as well. Um, but the more that he did it and the more often that he did it, he's becoming a lot better at it where now he can he can run his entire run and um, and, and, and do it without stopping and not having to breathe as hard. And, and he's going to continue to do it and he's going to continue to get better. Right. And so you, you everything is you're not going to be the best at it the first day, but the more you do it. So the more you get into prayer. When you pray, don't make it so. Don't overcomplicate things. You know, I think that we are really good at overcomplicating things. You don't need to set candles up in your room. You don't need to have a certain type of music on. You don't need to get on your knees and. You don't need to put together like the emoji that emoji. You don't have to do any of those things. Speak to God in the same way that you would speak to to a friend. Speak to God in the same way you would speak to your mother or your father. Just speak. Just be honest. Just have the conversation. Just pour your heart. Let them know what's on your heart. And and just, you know, be thankful. You know, if you're thankful for, for the air that you have, that you're breathing today. If you're thankful for the food that you got to eat. Thankful for the home that's that you live in. If you're thankful for the family you have, the friends you have. Just let him know. If you believe he's the creator of the world and, and he has all authority and all power, then be thankful to him and just let him know that God, I'm thankful, thankful for what you've given me. And that's a good way to start the conversation and start that, start that prayer life. And then, the, like I said, the more you do it, you're going to get better. So if you can start praying, um, if you can start reading the word of God, but then also surrounding yourself, who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are the people who are allowing to be a circle of influence in your life? That's another thing you have to have to look at, right? I know for for me, when I was younger as a guy, um, man, every other word out of my mouth was a curse word. You know, 17, 18 year old me uh, was a very filthy mouth, potty mouth me. You know, type of type of person that you would say, man, you gotta you gotta clean your mouth with a bar of soap. If you guys have ever heard that before, and everything changed once once god moved me out of out of chicago and brought me down to florida and at that point i had a decision to make because the change that you need to make in your life a lot, a lot of times is very difficult because you we're, we're creatures of habit you already have a, an established friends established people around you your 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 circle of influence is already around you so it's very hard to kind of establish those things so the minute that you, you know, when I was taken out of that circle of influence and the circle of people that, that I had around me in Chicago, 
they couldn't move with me to Florida. So there was it was an opportunity of influence a new set of people around me. And so that 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 happened, and I chose to you know put people that were positive influence people from the church, and that helped me extremely. Now were these people perfect? No, they weren't perfect because. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you're a perfect human being. Remember, we talked about progressive sanctification. People that are going to church are nowhere near being sanctified because we're nowhere near heaven. But we're in the progress of, of getting there, right? And so that's why there's imperfect people that are in churches. Um, so just keep that in mind. But there are people in churches that love Jesus Christ with all their heart, and they're on that same journey. Many, everyone in different stages of their own journey, but we're all in that journey moving toward uh, being in that, that, that relationship with Jesus Christ. And so if you can find a good place uh, where you can have um, established uh, roots, establish um, a foundation with people at a church, you know, people that you love and people that you can learn from, a uh, pastor that you, that you feel blesses your life and that you can learn from, that's really going to help you. Those three things right there. So I'll, let me flip it back to the to the to the man side of things. Um, that that issue we talked about about surrendering. That's that one piece that really needs to happen. Um, when I really, you know, decided to surrender and give my heart to 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 God, and really be able to say, you know what, you're going to solve my problem. And I'll tell you, like. It's completely difficult. It's very difficult to surrender all of yourself. Um, it's it's very hard just off the bat. And even when you think you have in your relationship with Christ, you'll find that there's still other things that you have to, that you haven't quite surrendered. And you'll learn that through the through the time, and you'll learn that through your relationship. But the more and more you you begin to surrender, the more and more you begin to let go, is the more and more you begin to learn more about. Who God is, and you also begin to learn more about. You learn more about whom you are. And you learn more about your identity in Christ, and so that surrender piece for the guys, man, that's that's so key. The dependency is another key thing. You know, we we don't as as men, we don't want to be dependent upon anybody. Um, we want to find our own way. Um, we want to be the breadwinners. We want to bring in the money. We want to for our families and and um, and I get all that and that stuff is important as well but to a to a, to a to an extent to a point <clears throat> let me put it way I mean I'm trying to think about the best way to put this so that you guys can can understand I mean if you if you grew up with a father right if you grew up with your father you know there's certain things that a father Father just has over their children this sense of security, the sense of knowing, you know, dad's here, it's going to be all right. You know, there's certain things that even now as a 35 year old guy, um, you know, God bless me with two dads. And so there's certain things that at the age of two, uh, 35, you know, I have my stepdad and I have my, my, my biological father that I'll, I'll, I'll give him a call and I'll let him know like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what I do in this situation. Um, can you guide me through it? Because there's a sense of dad knows there's a sense of security, but I also know that for me with my children, I'm that sense of security. 
and I'm that sense of trust. And so I need to step up into that moment because that's the moment for me to step up into. And I bring that illustration that for God as our heavenly father, he is, he is that for me. He's, he's that person that I need to go to in my, I need to be able to understand that the miracles of God happen when I arrive to the place where I understand that I can no longer do it, but God can. And when I arrive at that place, that's when, 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 when miracles happen. And that's when I begin to see God's hand move in my life. When I'm stretched to the very end of what the what I can do and understand at this point, I need to tag God in, then that's when I'm going to see um, his hand moving. And so it's in those moments where I need to be dependent on him, where I need to say, yes, this is, this is for you. But at the same time, keep in mind that Jesus calls us and God calls us to be the, 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 the head of our home. And so he's given us that responsibility. He's given us that, 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 that care to look after our families, our wives, our children. And so with that being said, there's a, a level of responsibility that I need to act upon. I need to respond right in those moments when it comes to my family, or when it comes to my wife and my marriage and things like that. But when I arrive to the point that I can no longer and I need help, instead of trying to break my head and figure out exactly what I'm going to do in my family and this and this and this and that, at that point is where I need to depend upon God. So we need to surrender men, and then we need to uh, draw the the um, in those moments where we really can't figure it out. And if we, um, this this last piece is probably should have been the first thing I talked about, um, but we'll talk about it now. But I think this 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 last piece is the, the, is a part that really needs to take place first um, because it'll make it easier. Is pride. Men, we really need to learn to swallow our pride. And maybe that applies for some women as well. But we, we we need to learn to swallow our pride. We you know we need to be able to say, yeah, I messed up, I didn't know. Um, I'm gonna do better. Um, I was wrong. There's no shame in doing that. There's no shame in saying you didn't know. There's no shame in saying, um, you know, that you were wrong. Because once we're able to do that, if we can swallow the pride. The swallowing of the pride is going to help us lead to surrender. And the surrender is going to help us lead to the dependency upon it. And if we can do that, man, you'll see that you will be, you'll be able to transform yourself. Not just a man, but a man of God. A man that's pursuing the very heart of God. Wanting the best for himself and for his family. For his marriage. Um, and so that really needs to take place. And so... You know, I hope that this conversation, I mean, there's so many different avenues that we could have branched off of, 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 of this conversation to go a little bit more into details. But I hope that this gives you just somewhat of an understanding of kind of what those next steps should be and that this is not going to be an overnight thing. This is a journey. This is a this is a, 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 a this is a race that you're running like Paul says. Um, it's not going to be overnight. And so um, there's going to be good times and there's going to be bad times and there's going to be, you know, high moments and low moments. But as long as you continue to keep that relationship with God 
and fall back to the feet of Jesus. If you sin, we're not perfect. The Bible says for all of us sin and fall short. So then that's where the grace of God comes in. And you go back to the feet of Jesus and you there's that pride factor. I'm sorry. I messed up. I'm wrong. Then you go into the surrender. I surrender my life back to you, Jesus. I want to live my life to you. And then there's a dependence through the word. Um, so these are all key things that I think will help you to take your life and, and really live a life um, um, after Christ and, and live a life for Christ. And so if you want, if you have any questions, you, you want to continue the conversation or, or you just want to talk through some things, you can always continue to, to uh, have that conversation with us at Love Always Faithful, or I'm sorry, lovealwayfaithful.com. Uh, you can subscribe there uh, where we can send out emails and just keep you up to date of what's kind of going on with Love Always Faithful. You can also always reach out to us at a lovealwaysfaithful.com. I'm sorry, messing that up. <laughs> a love always faithful at Facebook and Instagram. All right, make sure you put that A in front of Love Always Faithful. And you can also find us there. You can message us, all that good stuff. The other thing you can do is if you want to be on the podcast and you just want to have a uh, uh, let us know that we're doing a good job or if you have a question that we can put into the next um, episode, uh, they're in the show notes of whatever podcast or, um, platform you're listening to. If you scroll to the bottom, there should be some show notes that talks a little bit about all the information I'm telling you now. But it's also going to uh, say if you want to be on the podcast, you click that link. That link will take you to a website where you just hit the record and just go ahead and give us your your, your question or your statement, whatever the case may be. And we can go ahead and put that on a future podcast uh, so that we can um, further that conversation with you as well. Um, but also, you know, if you enjoyed this, um, share this with a friend, uh, family, um, get the word out. You know, we don't do this just for us. We don't do this for any other reason, but to simply bless you and that through our experience, hopefully your walk with Christ, um, you'll have a better understanding and, and, and be able to, um, to in your walk with Christ. So we just want to thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, and just wait for the next uh, next episode uh, next week. Um, we'll continue to bring you some more exciting, exciting guests and exciting um, conversations that are authentic conversations that, that would bless your life. Until then, do not forget that God is love and love is always faithful. God bless you and goodbye.